0: The Miami Dolphins added a few new players to the mix on the defensive side of the ball. We're talking about who they are, the Eli Apple contract, and more here today on Locked on Dolphins. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, the host of Locked On Dolphins, the co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting with Joe Marino, although today I did do the show all by myself. I'm just saying you want a little more Kyle in your life. There you go. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Special shout out to our everydayers who do keep it locked in with us on a daily basis today on the show. We have some roster movement for the Dolphins. We have a new linebacker. We have a new safety. Uh, the Dolphins announced uh, yesterday a couple of transactions for players on the outs. We got the players coming in this morning. And uh, we also got some info on the Eli Apple contract that's worth acknowledging. And then a handful of players that we want to watch for to see if they start to the splash as we continue our way through training camp in week 2 that's where we're going here today on the show so let's start with these roster transactions uh the dolphins it was announced waived punter Michael Turk uh the uh, undrafted free agent out of Oklahoma and also waived Bennett Williams the safety now those moves had corresponding moves that were announced today and and as a decade-long draft, Nick, that's the luxury that I do have, I recognize these names, so I can tell you a little bit about them. So I'll give you a little bit of perspective on the two new members of the Miami Dolphins, the first one being former North Carolina Tar Heels safety, Miles Dorn. He went undrafted in 2020. The other is linebacker Mike Rose from Iowa State, and he went undrafted in 2022. So Miles Dorn Uh, Being added to the mix to the Dolphins, I think, is somebody that you could potentially see make a push for some special teams opportunities. I I do think, especially coming in at this stage in training camp, there's an uphill climb, uh, but the Dolphins do have two players right now in Trill Williams and Brandon Jones who are in red jerseys at practice, and and that, of course, means non-contact, so... There are players that are meaningful players and at least one developmental type player in Tro Williams who aren't getting the full run right now. So I think having a player that could step in and take some of those opportunities is important. Dorn is six foot one. He's 210 pounds. Uh, he's a bigger safety. He's a physical player and he's bounced around from Minnesota to Carolina and now Miami. Uh, he spent his rookie season on injured reserve. He had suffered a toe injury uh, broken toe. They put him on IR after he cleared initial waivers. Stashed him that entire season. Uh, he made his NFL debut in week two of his second season in the league. Uh, has not really posted a lot of meaningful snaps. So uh, I think you you think about Miles Dorn as a big safety type player who is probably, if, if we're to set a, a level of expectation, I think he's probably a bridge to get you through Trill Williams and Brandon Jones, continuing to work through their rehab uh, from season-ending injuries, uh, knee injuries for both those guys, I believe, last year, um, and and kind of build the bridge. Now, I think Mike Rose is a little bit more of an intriguing signing. Uh, I think there is some upside here. Uh, Mike Rose uh, played at Iowa State. He's a productive player. Uh, he was named first-team All Big 12 in the conference's Defensive Player of the Year as a junior for Iowa State. Big dude, six foot four, two hundred forty-five, two hundred fifty pounds. He's long. He's got over thirty-three inch arms. So like the wingspan's there, and he ran a four-seven. These are all numbers from his pre-draft process. Uh, four-seven in the forty-yard dash. It's a strong performance. A vertical jump of thirty-four inches is a two hundred forty-five, two hundred fifty-pound linebacker is a pretty reasonable number as well over 10 feet in the broad jump, and a three-cone drill uh, of under seven seconds. So for a big linebacker, there, there's some pretty decent athletic testing here. The, the, the challenge with Iowa State is they do play a little bit of an unorthodox defensive system, and projecting that to the next level, uh, especially as a player who I don't think has great strength is playing in space, uh, is the challenge. So the, from Miami's perspective, you think about, okay, who are the linebackers that we have? You have Jerome Baker, you have David Long, projected starters. You have Channing Tindall and Duke Riley, and you have Aubrey Miller. Channing's really the only big backer on the roster. So uh, I think Mike Rose coming in, who's a smart player, does have some experience as like a penetration-style backer, Uh, long, physical, not super loose. I think there is kind of a subsect that he could potentially compete for. I don't know that necessarily uh, he's really going to move the needle, and and my expectation is that he doesn't make the roster. But uh, he played most recently for the St. Louis Battlehawks in the XFL and is now your newest member of the Miami Dolphins, at least until the next wave of transactions come through. Uh, so that's the personnel swing. You're out with a punter. You're out with a safety. You've replaced the safety with a guy who's floated around NFL practice squads largely uh, for the course of the past several seasons. And Dorn, uh, he he also had an off-season stop this year in Carolina. So he was elsewhere. And Carolina's safety room, I like Jeremy Chin. They signed Von Bell. Um they're not running five deep in the way that Miami's is with, with I think players who are viable 53 options. So I don't think that bodes particularly well for miles Dorn. I think that's more of a, uh, having enough bodies to keep us fresh and not get worn down while we wait for uh, some of the other players higher up on the depth chart to come back. But Mike Rose is at least for me, uh, an interesting ad. I don't think it's going to be a needle mover for you, but he is a little different than what else you have and what that may ultimately end up meaning could be a, a flyer worth taking, and that's, that's certainly what we know Chris Greer, the general manager of the Dolphins, is known to do, is continuously churn the bottom of your roster and not be content and look to see what else you can find. So we'll see what moves come next uh, for Chris. We're going to talk about Eli Apple and his contract next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. These days, every new hire feels like a high-stakes wager For you and your small business, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job listing and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile on LinkedIn to spread the word that you are hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. So let's talk about the Eli Apple edition for the Dolphins. Because Eli came as a tenured starter on a Super Bowl contender the last two years, signed in training camp, and you were kind of wondering what the fall of that wing would be. especially with uh, the Dolphins kind of sitting on apparently an open invitation. For a big name free agent uh, at a dollar amount that the Dolphins have deemed to be comfortable with. We'll see where that ultimately ends up going. But what we did get is a little bit of clarity courtesy of the Eli Apple trans- transaction and signing. We have the numbers in accordance to overthecap.com on Eli Apple's contract. And man, this is a great contract for the Dolphins. Uh, this is a great contract for the Dolphins Eli Apple according to overthecap.com signed a contract with a $250,000 signing bonus okay that is the guaranteed salary on the contract is the signing bonus the base salary is $1.165 million And then he also has a per-game roster bonus in totality across the entire season, which would equal $185,000. So in all, Eli Apple is under contract with the Dolphins for $1.6 million. And the only guaranteed money that he has is $500,000 and fully guaranteed. Uh, There was a prorated bonus and... $250,000 in guaranteed salary. It's effectively nothing, which for a player of the playing history of Eli Apple, I mean, you just, we all understand Eli Apple has his highs and lows, right? But just to put this in perspective, in four of the last five seasons, the only year in which he did not qualify was 2020, in which he was injured and missed all but two games. Eli Apple has played at least 85% of the snaps as a starting cornerback in four of the last five NFL seasons, and one of those other years, he was injured. So, the ball production hasn't been great. He has five career interceptions across the course of his career. He came into the league in 2016. But for a player who's playing 86 87 88% of your defensive snaps, playing meaningful football the last two years on a AFC contender and to sign him on a deal for $1.6 million with a half a million dollars of that guarantee. Over the cap's valuation of what Eli Apple was valued at based on his track record and his recent performance, the Dolphins signed him for about one-third of the forecasted value for him as a free agent this year. He was valued at approximately $4.5 million. According, And that, that's looking at players with comparable performances, comparable playing time, comparable age, and comparing those contracts when they signed with a new team to Eli Apple's situation. So the nice thing for Miami is to sit here and say, yes, we signed Eli Apple as our Jalen Ramsey contingency. It's a nice insurance policy for us. Uh, whether Cam Smith's ready or not, we're going to have a player who we feel like can step in and be meaningful, presumably when Cater Co. who's playing in the nickel. Because I, I, I'm under the assumption Cater Co. who's CB2, and it's I don't think it's particularly close. That still leaves the Dolphins with over $12 million in cap space. Like, it would be one thing if you signed Eli Apple for $4.5 million and you'd say, okay, well, there's one third of your remaining salary cap for the entire season, and what you don't use, you roll over. That would really put you in a bind. And that's not the shoes that the Dolphins find themselves in. So, I guess credit goes both ways here. Credit to Eli Apple for wanting an opportunity to play for a contending team and not, uh, holding out for a high amount of money that would have put the Dolphins in a hard place and potentially price him out of playing for the Dolphins. He wants to be here. He chose to be here. And credit to the Dolphins for, again, being proactive with the cornerback situation when you take into consideration how things snowballed on him last year and how quickly they were to react to the first injury this time around. But then also getting really good value at this stage in the game that really doesn't take any other personnel moves that you want to make off the table. You want to sign a running back? You can sign a running back. You want to sign a nose tackle? You can sign a nose tackle. You want to sign a guard? You can sign a guard. I don't think they will. I would be surprised if they're done. I think they'll have more moves to make. But they can. you can go about it... You. Well, Anything that was on the table as far as being in the discussion beforehand, it's still on the table. So I think that's the the most exciting development of getting, according to OverTheCap.com, the Eli Apple contract details, especially on an expanded 90-man roster. You're talking about, like, you might have lost $600,000 a cap, right? Like, I, I think the 90th player or the the 51st-ranked player was like $1.01 million on the Dolphins' current salary cap situation. Because when you're expanded to 90, it only counts the top 51 players. So you have a vacancy, you sign a player that goes into the top 51, whoever was previously the 51st, until you cut to 53 players, that cap no longer counts against the cap. So you added Eli Apple as a contingency to get you through whatever bridge you're looking at without Jalen Ramsey. And by the way, uh, Adam Schefter went on a Pat McAfee show and said, he thinks November is the timeline for Jalen Ramsey. He said a couple months. Uh, He said, I I think we're going to get to November and that's when we're going to start talking about the return of Jalen Ramsey. Now it may be dependent where if the dolphins are winning, they might not be in a super eager rush to rush him back. But he, he said November, and I know uh, Ian Rappaport has kind of pounded the table on his reporting multiple times about the month of December. My gut is after the bye. And I know I've said that on social, and I've said that said that here for you guys too. But my, my gut instinct is, is Jalen Ramsey will get his first game action back after the bye week at home against the Raiders. And it might be sparing. I don't think that's a game that you need based off what we understand about the Raiders' defense. I don't know how they're going to cover the Dolphins' passing game. The offensive line for the Raiders, Colton Miller's good. Dylan Parham's a promising young player. Jermaine Illuminor, who got cut off the Dolphins, was their starting right tackling, was your third-best offensive lineman last year. Josh Jacobs is holding out. Oh, you traded away Darren Waller. You have Jimmy Garoppolo, now a quarterback. It's it's just, for me, that's a game I feel really good about the optics of. So that might be Jalen Ramsey. Or, or maybe they say, hey, we don't want to play versus the Raiders because we'd rather have you make your debut on Black Friday against the Jets and not have to play two games in five days. So perhaps Black Friday, which is right on the cusp of November slash December. So both of these guys might be right, but like, if you take it from both sides, that's what it's pointing to for Jalen Ramsey, potentially back after nine, 10 games. So we'll see what the Dolphins do uh, with that. Uh, we are going to finish with a handful of players that I am eager to hear what week two of training camp brings for them. And that's what we're going to close with here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. August is here. And you know what that means? It is the official start of Fantasy Football Draft Month. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out Best Ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. There's no waivers, no trades. Underdog sets your best lineup every week for you. You can try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament. The largest fantasy football contest of all time is back and bigger with $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million grand prize going to the winner. Last year, the winner drafted their team in July. So don't wait around. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code LOCKED ON to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code LOCKED ON. So the next stretch, the next hurdle in getting ready, and you, of course, have two joint practices with the Atlanta Falcons in here before you play your first preseason game in eight days against the Falcons at home. What are we looking for in training camp, in week two of camp? I am eager to see more of a handful of players. Isaiah Wynn is one. Isaiah Wynn, being a player who started on PUP, kind of flashed a little bit, but you got sparing reps with as they started to put the pads on. I think that's a big-time wild card versus kind of the status quo that we saw in the first week of camp. I'm eager to see what he does with his opportunities. Another player that I'm eager to see more of is Devon Achain uh, th- I thought Savon Ahmed got quite a bit of run, and I don't think he looked bad with the run that he got. Uh, but Devon Aitchane, you're you're going to hope to see the team find him stacking successful days so that ultimately – Uh, he is going to fulfill whatever role within the offense that, and I don't think expecting a third-round rookie running back to come in uh, with players that have played in the system and expect him to be the best back, I don't think that's a realistic expectation. But I do want to see him become more prominent within the reps uh, as we go. There's no question the explosiveness is there, and you see the really low-built-to-the-ground a running style that he's going to afford because of his stature. And he's up to about 190 pounds. I want to see more of him. I want to see him really take the bull by the horns. I want to see him getting up to speed. And I'm, I'm eager for that to be the case. Now there's no such questions with the corner that you took in the second round. Cam Smith, that dude's been around the football quite a bit. (laughs) He's, he was very productive in, in finding the football and contesting throws this past week. I think, uh, defensively, when I think about guys that I I am eager to see more of, uh, I'm eager to see Trill Williams. I think that is a player with his stature and athletic versatility who could be a wild card in the bridge uh, experiment for filling in for Jalen Ramsey, but he's obviously been in red. So uh, he's close to, if not past his one year anniversary at this point of his, his injury. So, Trill somebody I'm I'm eager to see let off the chain and go get it and, and see what he does with that opportunity. Because I think it's a really fascinating player who certainly brings a certain level of stature to a potential nickel safety spot. Or could alternatively free you up even more, depending on what you want to do with Brandon Jones, who's also in a red jersey, and Deshaun Elliott, to move Javon Holland around. Because that would be maximizing the nickel. And that's the question that offense have to ask themselves. What's more valuable to us? Getting Javon as the backside safety that can push against crossing routes and uh, lurk underneath of, of the backside receiver and use his ball skills in that capacity. Is that more valuable or is what's more valuable to have him close to the line of scrimmage, playing in the slot, being a versatile player, and having that star position really be, quite frankly, a star? Uh, was it's expected to be with Jalen Ramsey. And I don't have the answer. I'll be fascinated to see what they ultimately end up deciding. So those are a handful of players for me that I'm I'm eager to see more of. Uh, Cedric Wilson would also go on this list. Uh, I think he's been solid, but he just hasn't popped like some of the other guys. I think he's a, a very sturdy NFL wide receiver. I just don't think you, you think about the speed of Hill and Waddle, you think about the agility of Braxton Berrios, you think about the uh, strength of Eric Azucama, they all have something to hang their hat on, and I'm, I'm just waiting to see for Cedric, like what is that component of your game going to be that gets you a niche within their wide receiver. So those are the names for me that I, I'm eager, I want to hear the reports on. I want to see more momentum building for. And we'll talk about whatever we get. So plan accordingly and hit subscribe here on Locked On Dolphins because it is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Fins up. Make it a great rest of your day. Talk to you all again tomorrow. Peace.